chill the eggnog, don those ugly sweaters, and put your favorite holiday music on repeat. Because the Black Friday Cyber Monday sale is coming to Virginia ABC. Save 20% on 750 milliliter bottles of Basil Hayden, Espelon, Remy Martin, Cirrus, and more. Shop holiday deals in stores or online November 24th through the 27th, only at Virginia ABC. Please sip responsibly. Welcome to Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow with your host, In Sung Kim. Sponsored by Hope in Mission, LLC. To connect with the show, go to insungkim.org. That's I-N-S-E-O-N-G-K-I-M dot O-R-G. Or listen to Insung on oneplace.com. And now it's time for Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow with your host, In Sung Kim. Hello, this is In Sung Kim from Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. This is a second program with the Mr. Ben Quint, the Director of the Curriculum and Strategic Ministry Partnership for Christians Engaged. And he co-produced Biblical Justice Answers for Difficult Days uh, with the President Bonnie Pounds. And uh, this cr- curriculum can be really useful each families and church to understand on social justice in our time. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much, and so I'm, I'm honored to be here. Yes, and also you are um, musicians too, as well. Yeah, that's that's correct. Yes, uh, I, I love music, and especially classical music. Playing the piano is, is a great joy for me. Oh wow, that's amazing! So, uh, had a local festivals and competition in Carnegie Halls. Well, we'd love to hear about your piano, too. <laughs> yeah, well, that was, uh, for many years, that was one of my uh, my, my loves and uh, a day job as many, as well. And now I'm just thrilled to be uh, full-time in ministry. Oh, wow, yes. And we uh, love to hear about new, uh, this curriculum just launched. And, uh, yeah, and there is many issues that we are encountering our time in, as far as injustice goes, it's amazing how yes. things are changed in our time. And so let's just go dive into this curriculum. Please, uh, just in case that, uh, that any audience did not hear for the first program, please share with us about this new uh, curriculum. Absolutely. So it's called Biblical Justice Answers for Difficult Days. And the reason we call it that is because the Bible really has the answers for the questions that we're dealing with in our country and in our personal lives. Um, there's so much incredible wisdom contained in the Bible on justice. But many times we think, oh, well, the Bible talks about, you know, some history, or the Bible talks about salvation. But I don't know, maybe the Bible doesn't, I've had people say, I don't think the Bible even talks about economics, or maybe the Bible doesn't have anything to say on justice. And let me tell you, it will blow your socks off how much and how wise the Bible's teaching on these issues are. Um, we, as I said last week, we have a, a justice problem in our country, and that's because we have a sin problem. The antidote to injustice is heart change. Mm-hmm. Um, virtue that we need can only come from the heart change of the gospel. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come from law. It doesn't come from manipulation. Uh, it doesn't come from force. Jesus is the only cure 
for injustice. And that's what we get to um, in, in so much detail in this course. We do eight videos, uh, about an hour each, so eight hours with Bible teaching. We have incredible guests um, that, that share from great wisdom and experience on uh, how to apply these principles. Um, I'm so excited and honored. We have David Barton with us. We have Kirby Anderson, Stuart Greaves, uh, the Honorable Scott Turner, mm. uh, Dr. Jeremiah Johnson, Kyle Lance Martin, Will Ford and Matt Lockett. We have Leah Patterson from First Liberty Institute. We have Seth Young, just incredible guests that will make this come alive uh, for you and your families. Just a, It's really an exciting course, uh, Biblical mm. Justice. And I, I know that whether you're doing it as an individual or a small group or in your church, it will really make a great impact uh, in your life. Mm, yes. So let's dive into the what is in the curriculum. And let's start with the what is justice. Uh, in uh, in the curriculum, right. So that's such an exciting question. I I love that you asked that because you know this question literally has been asked by the greatest thinkers. Um, you know, Plato is one of the main questions he would ask over and over again. What is justice? And apart from Scripture, we really can't come to the correct and true answer. So the fact that we have God's Word to enlighten our eyes really. Uh, is is breathtaking. Like Plato's answer to that question was, uh, essentially, when you boil it down, essentially it was, whatever is best for the state. Mm -hmm. And when you take that answer, uh, it leads to so much real injustice, uh, just tragic. The Scripture's answer is so beautiful. And what we see from the Bible is that justice has uh, three pillars. Mm -hmm. And those pillars are equality, equal restitution, and individual responsibility. I'm just going to go over them real quickly. So equality, um, Leviticus 19.15 says, You shall do no injustice in court. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great, mm-hmm. but in righteousness shall you judge your neighbor. Again, this is just one of many, many verses in Scripture that talks about this idea of equality. And the idea is we should never show partiality. We should never show favoritism um, in terms of the law. Everyone should be treated the same. I love how it says, don't be partial to the poor. We don't give special treatment to the poor. We don't give special treatment to the rich. It says, don't be partial to the poor or don't defer to the great. So equality, that's part one. The second is equal restitution. Uh, Exodus 21 says, but if there is harm, then you shall pay life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. So, of course, we know this as an eye for an eye. And nowadays, in modern thinking, it's easy to think that that's kind of a cruel or mean uh, mean kind of harsh rule. But in actual fact, it's extremely loving because the, the normal um, kind of sinful response to uh, injustice is to escalate, um, to give unequal restitution. So if one person harms another um, say, gives them a, 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 a small injury, then the response would be to kill that person. That's what, you know, we see, saw that in the um, very early in Scripture. It was Nimrod. He said, I, someone wounded me and I killed him for it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this leads to war. This leads to ever-escalating, never-ending kind of cycles of violence. And God says, that's, that's wrong. We need equal restitution only. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the third is individual responsibility. Uh, Ezekiel 18.20 says, The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, 
nor the Father's Supper for the iniquity of the Son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. So each person treated according to what we deserve, according to what we have done, and we don't have to suffer. You don't have to suffer for what your neighbor has done. You don't have to suffer for what your parents have done, but we are all individually responsible for what we do. So those three elements, again, all through Scripture we see equality, equal restitution, and individual responsibility. And when we flesh those out into different areas, different aspects of law, we see again and again, this is what the Bible is teaching. And it really brings, it really brings biblical justice, it brings life, it brings fairness, uh, and it brings um, joy and health to a society. Mm. Then how do we balance with the grace and love of God? Uh, that's the core message in the New Testament. So how do we reconcile that? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. Well, um, in terms of the law, um, the the government, generally speaking, was tasked with implementing justice. Uh, if you look in First Peter um, chapter two, it says that governments were sent by God to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. So, governments are supposed to establish principles of again, equality, equal restitution, and individual responsibility. So what that means is that um, if, if, a, if a government says, well, because you <clears throat> um, are this kind of a person, you don't, have to, you don't have to be punished, that would be wrong. Or if a government says, um, we're going to put you in jail for 17 years for stealing a loaf of bread. I think that happened in the, in the famous, wonderful story, Les Mis, right? Les Mis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be wrong. Or if a government says, well, because of what your parents did, you have to, you have to be punished, that would be wrong. Mm-hmm. But there is, so that's the general rule is we want these principles to be applied. And when they're not, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. However, there is, there is built into our system uh, the potential that a judge or a jury can look at a situation and say, we believe that this person has already paid um, for their offense in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And maybe that way would be something we could calculate, like time in jail or in money, but maybe it's something that we can't calculate. And then that jury or that judge could at that point be show that mercy and show that grace. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that, that can be calculated. Mm. Okay. So just take it's us. Different. It's very different for, for government to do that versus an individual. As individual believers, we are mm-hmm. called to to love and forgive mm-hmm. and to show grace mm-hmm. and to share the gospel and be and to show be merciful. Mm-hmm. And then the government's role is to implement that equality, equal restitution, and individual responsibility. Mm, that's right. So uh, take us to the um, difference between the modern justice uh, that you would like to share. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, all around us, we're seeing uh, people in our culture talk about how important justice is. And, you know, they're right. Justice is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, justice is part of God's character. Um, Isaiah thirty eighteen says, For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Um, in Micah 6, 8, he says, He has told you, O man, what is good? What does the Lord require of you? God requires that we do justice. We mm-hmm. love kindness and walk humbly with our God. This is, this is something that all believers, we're called to pursue 
justice. And so I believe that those calls Mm -hmm. that we're hearing for justice have uh, a foundational basis in understanding the brokenness of the world. In other words, we, we can look out and we can see the, the sin and the brokenness of the world. We say, this isn't right. We need justice. And that's true. Uh, the problem is that most of our culture is not looking to biblical justice, but they're looking to what I call modern social justice. Mm. Um, and the reason we can say that it's not the same thing is because if you look at those three pillars, equality, equal restitution, and individual responsibility, we see that, in fact, modern modern social justice turns them on their head, all, all three of them. Um, um, modern justice, modern social justice usually is presented under this guise of fairness. It's, it says we need, we need fairness, but in fact, what they do is they, they change equality for favoritism. In other words, certain groups mm. are given special treatment. Mm. Um, it might be groups that are, that are poor. Mm-hmm. And we say, well, these people are poor, therefore they need special treatment. Or sometimes we see the rich, and they're able to avoid punishment because of their wealth or social standing. Mm. Um, this idea of equal restitution, we see that's very much been replaced and we say some groups um, don't have to make any restitution, mm. whereas other groups should um, make it indefinite or, a, or a infinite restitution. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we see that um, individual responsibility has been replaced with group responsibility. So you're guilty because of your skin color or you're innocent because of your skin color or you're guilty because of um, your parents you're because of because your ancestors this is this is not at all biblical um biblical justice so critical race theory for instance as a classic example it's um it says that that white people are guilty because of their whiteness because of their group without regard to any individual actions it says that that we have to do reparations, not because of individual sins, but because of group sins in the past. Mm. And it says that those, those reparations should not be equal to the offense, but just need to go on forever. And they, they, can, they can never be calculated, so it mm. becomes a, a perpetual, perpetual restitution rather than um, an equal restitution. Um, basically, this, these policies uh, create a profoundly unfair system. Mm-hmm. They create they create systemic injustice, um, and they create an unbiblical society in every area of life, from law enforcement to housing to employment and education. So, uh, I think it's really important for believers to understand the great harm that this modern social justice and these ideas really will um, inflict on our culture. And the weakest among us will suffer the most. Uh, mm. So that's why we have to know biblical justice and be able to stand against the false ideas. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think it's un- injustice means unequal because um, actually punishing uh, the victim. And then. Um, that's right. And, and if, if you go to the very the, the, the root of that word, um, comes from when they would use the the scales, and um, often in the in the Pentateuch, God talks about how you have to have equal weights, just mm-hmm. weight. They have to match the one side has mm-hmm. to match the other side. It has to be equal, and that's what God's saying. Let's apply that principle of equality to to all of life. And 
you know, when when a, someone's punished for something they didn't do, mm-hmm. that's not that's not equal. That's mm-hmm. not right. And when someone's punished for um, something their parents did or po- perhaps even didn't do, mm-hmm. absolutely, that's injustice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And so the revolutionary things that Jesus did was um, uh, when Jesus encountered a sinful woman and he wrote uh, something on the ground, right? And then everybody yes. has to leave. Uh, that is the greatest example of his showing uh, the justice uh, to that society because the society at the time was very oppressing to the woman, right? Yeah. And and Jesus stood up for her, and everybody has right. to left because they were supposed to stone stone her to death. And That's right. uh, it, it's incredible, um, incredible uh, changes in China Bible that that they're going to change the Bible, and at the end is that. Uh, they stoned her to death. That's their story. They're going to change mm-hmm. the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. that's injustice right. right there, right? That's right. Yeah, and the, and the incredible thing about that story is that Jesus says, go and sin no more, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's saying, because you know me, because because you have a relationship with me, I want you to have a changed life. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't come from um, it doesn't come from the law. It doesn't come from even the fear of punishment. Mm-hmm. It comes from... We know that that when believers are indwelt by the Holy Spirit, God says, I want you to be a new creation. I want mm-hmm. you to live in a new way and to, to bear my fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. These things are what change a society from the inside out. That's our, that's our only real hope. You know, um, the law that God gave in Psalm 19, it says, the law of the Lord is perfect. It was a perfect law for his people at that mm-hmm. time. And and yet the people couldn't follow it. The people, they wanted to follow it. They said, absolutely, we will follow your law, God. Mm-hmm. And the very next day, they made a golden calf, right? Mm-hmm. This is our heart. Our hearts are broken and sinful, mm-hmm. and we don't have the virtue on our on our own to do what's right. Mm-hmm. So we don't need more laws. We don't need to f- try to force people to do what's right. Mm-hmm. We need good laws that mm-hmm. implement true justice. Mm-hmm. And then we need the relationship with Jesus that transforms us so that we can go out, mm-hmm. live virtuous lives, and be salt and light in our communities. Mm. But I think Florida had uh, recently passed a law about uh, this um, whoever, I, I wasn't clearly uh, understood about their law, but I think whoever uh, damages rape uh, under 12 years old will be punished. I think that's the right justice to me. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar. I, I wouldn't oh, want to comment on a yeah. law that I don't know about, so I apologize. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is a, I think they have just passed a law about that. I think, yeah, uh, like you shared, like you shared, justice uh, in the government has to be implemented in the proper way, and so the society can be healthy, right? That's right, exactly. And that's what that's what Proverbs twenty nine two says. We talked about that last week. It says, "When the righteous increase, the people rejoice. Mm-hmm. When the wicked rule, the people groan." And of course, the people groan because wicked leaders turn things upside down. They they turn justice and morality upside down. Um, instead of punishing those who do wrong and commending mm-hmm. those who do right, 
they start punishing those who do right and commending those who do wrong. Um, so that's why that's why we have a real responsibility and and a duty. You know, in the fact that in the United States we have this opportunity to vote, mm-hmm. that that's it's extremely rare in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. And the early church didn't have that opportunity. There was no there was no there were no elections in the Roman Empire. Mm. Uh, Nero didn't allow for. Uh, petitioning the government, there was no That's you know right. opportunity to mm-hmm. to install godly leaders. And the fact that we can do that today, the fact that we can evaluate our leaders mm-hmm. and then peacefully remove them and replace them with godly leaders, That's right. um, is such a such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to we have to. Um, uh, we have to utilize that blessing. I think that's certainly something God's going to say when we um, when we stand before Him. What did you What did you do um, with the life I gave you, and and what did you do with the freedoms that you had mm-hmm. in that country to be a blessing to your neighbors? Did you Did you take advantage of that? Did you help people mm-hmm. by by bringing godly principles and godly leaders, or did you just let the wicked people take over in in the country and hurt people? I I think it's a solemn responsibility. Mm-hmm. So mentioned that importance of supporting godly leaders and running for the office, and I think the how we participate in the voting and the, with the biblical uh, justice in our time. That's right, and at, you know at Christians Engaged we've created um, many different courses. There, um, a lot of Christians um, sadly don't vote. Mm-hmm. Um, we've created a tool to help everyone remember to vote and get out to vote. It's called our pledge. I'm very excited about that, that tool. Mm-hmm. And then we've also created courses that teach how government works and how Christians can get involved. Um, how does, how does the civic side of it work? How does the political side of it work? Um, and then how do we apply biblical principles? So it's very important as believers that we're, we're voting, but we have to make sure we're not just voting based on what our culture tells us, but based on God's principles and the biblical worldview. Yes, I think that motivates us Christians to uh, go out and vote by uh, more being more educated. So your curriculum will be a very helpful for uh, many Christians that don't know whether they should be participant in the politics or not. They're debating, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, or why do I have to engage it in and vote? I think that curriculum will help so many Christians, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, if you want to know about biblical justice, because it's such, again, a foundational issue, this biblical justice class will be will be profoundly important in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to know, well, how about our country? How does it work? What do I do to get involved? You can take our our courses called the on ramp to civic engagement, mm-hmm. and it is incredible foundation. I know you had Bunny on uh, Bunny Pounds, our our president. She was on your show, I guess, a little while ago, and I'm mm-hmm. sure she talked about it. But the on ramp to civic engagement course is just a fantastic place, again for for individual Christians, for small groups or churches, to to get that foundation to see how does our country work, how can we really um, love our neighbors by being involved in in civics and government. How does the biblical worldview, you know, impact these issues, and how can we take the gospel um, into the culture and not be, you know, not become corrupted by it, but be instead be light and salt like we're supposed to? Yeah. So, so many parents have heart for it, but they don't know how to communicate with their children. So, I think this mm-hmm. curriculum will be a great helpful 
for them to uh, give them some tools to uh, equip them, right, the younger generation as well. And that's absolutely right. Yeah, we're so excited. We're seeing we're seeing great fruit come from it. Um, we're seeing lives change and people really going out and being equipped to make a difference. Mm, yeah. And share with us last one more time where to go and the, the title of the uh, these programs and the website. That's right. So our, our course is called Biblical Justice Answers for Difficult Days. Uh, it's just $29 on our website. You go to christiansengaged.org slash classes. You'll find it and our other uh, incredible resources there. You can uh, you can buy them and learn all about our ministry. Take the pledge and um, get connected with us. And uh, we'd just love to get get to know you and develop a relationship with each each person. So thank you. Okay, thank you so much for being with us, Mr. Ben Quinn. Thank you. Great pleasure. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you so much for being with us. Biblical Justice Answers for Difficult Days. And so please just go to the website and and learn more about it. Thank you for listening yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We'll be back next week. Thank you. Understaffed or expecting a temporary increase in workload this holiday season? Rush Truck Center's embedded technicians can be the answer you're looking for. These highly skilled technicians can perform all levels of service at your location, as many as you need, for as long as you need them. The Rush Truck Center's team can help you develop a custom solution to fit your needs. Visit iHeartRush.com to learn more. That's iHeartRush.com.